to say the season has been a disappointment is one thing, but to turn it all around, they got to do BC has to do one more thing, and that is beat Army. You are locked on Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, welcome. This is Locked On BC. I'm your host, AJ Black, editor and publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 Network. Thank you all for listening. On today's show, we're going to talk about the Army game. We'll tell you why that's important, why the defense has to stand on their head again, and more bad recruiting news. We'll get into all of that. But let's kick this off by talking about the Army game. Now, BC heading to West Point to play against the Army Black Knights on Saturday. It's a noon kickoff. The game is on the CBS Sports Network, so make sure you find that on your TV dial before the game starts because the last thing you want to do is searching for a channel that you just don't have. But the season for Boston College has kind of started off clearly on the wrong foot. You have the loss to NIU. You barely beat uh Holy Cross, you you lost a heartbreaker to Florida State. You got your butt whooped by Louisville, and then you sca- scraped by against Virginia. But the season isn't over yet. In fact, BC, they still have seven more games left, and that's a lot of time to turn around your season and to get yourself bowl eligible. And with both of the really, with two of the three tough teams in your rearview mirror, and really Miami and maybe Syracuse, uh, the only tough teams that you have left, there's a lot of possibility still that this season can get back on track, that you can get things right. But this game against Army is going to be the, this is going to be the the point where you're going to say to yourself, oh, this team is going on a, they're trending towards making a bowl. Or if they don't, this team is trending towards, you know, changes being made on the staff. I think that's, that's the, that's what happens if they lose this game. So, Look at what have uh, is ahead of BC's. BC sits at two and three. You know, most bowl projections, they don't have them listed yet. And for right, rightfully so, they haven't played all that well yet. They haven't, you know, they, they, they haven't played a complete game yet this season where you're like, oh, that's the Boston College team that I'm expecting to play. It, it's been hit or miss all over the place. If they win this game, they will go into their break. They have next week off at three and three. With games against Virginia Tech, who played better last week, uh, Chiron Drones threw for what? I think five touchdowns. Georgia Tech, who is playing poor, and I think they just fired one of their coordinators. You have um, Pitt, who is running the Phil Jakovic show right now, which is not going very well. And UConn, who I know, I know they beat BC last year, but they're winless right now. And they're not playing the same as they did last year. They lost their starting quarterback. The kid from Maine that played against BC last year, he's gone for the year. Things are not going well there. So, theoretically, all you got to do is win three of those games. You're going bowling if you beat Army. Now, if you don't beat Army, now you have to win all of those games. That's a tougher sell to me. Because a lot, you know, pits on the road, 
UConn played you well last year. Virginia Tech is kicking things up and Georgia Tech's on the road. That's a lot. That's going to be a little bit tougher, right? And Halfley does not have, I think he's like, what? Uh, he's got a, he's got a poor ACC record on the road, 4-10 or something like that. This Army game is absolutely critical to the season getting back to any sort of semblance of normalcy. If they lose this, this is the this is the game to me where things could get ugly for the program if they lose it. Because your pathway to a bowl game and that I you know I I think that's got to be one of their big goals is all of a sudden going to get a lot harder. We talked to Jeff, Mitch and I talked to Jeff Halfley, Mitch Mitch Wolf of uh, Eagle Insider, my staff writer. Halfley wasn't he was evasive during the summer about giving what he thought would be the goal of this team. But I have to imagine it would be to make a bowl after going three and nine the year before. If they don't reach that goal this year, I think as we've said on this podcast, that's when you start to decide is is the Halfley era gonna come to an end? So this this game, you're looking at an army team. As we've said on this podcast, they don't run the triple option anymore. They use concepts from it, but they don't. They're not so wedded to it like they were um, when Jeff Monken t- took over the team. And, and you know, you know, when we saw them in 2012, um, when that that disaster. Uh, but they are going to be run heavy. You know, it, it's it's the the amount of passes I think I've seen. You know, is 15 in a game out of you know like 60 plays or something like that. They are still very, very run heavy. So you're going to see a lot of that. And it's going to be, we'll talk about in the next segment, why the defense has to play up. And, you know, this is, this has to be a game you win, but it's scary. It's scary because army is a tough out no matter what their record is. Army plays everyone tough. It's the level of guys that they bring into that program. They bring in dudes. They bring in dudes that are going to be, you know, that are soldiers. And soldiers are hard to, to beat. You know what I mean? This isn't like just football kids. These are guys that are, they have a military mind frame and they're going to be tough. So BC is going to have to have their best game of the season. And in a moment, I'm going to tell you why there's one specific group that's going to have to have any, they're going to have to have their biggest game of the year. And I'll explain why in just a moment. Now, if you know me, you know, I love my bird dogs. I'm wearing my blue ones right now. I actually just washed about four pairs of them because I I have so many bird dogs um, and they're keeping me going during the fall. I'm going to keep wearing them during the fall because I'll go with my hoodies or or a sweatshirt to go with my bird dogs because I don't want to take these off. They're stretch khaki shorts. They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg and give you a sculpted look. And they, they're so much better than regular shorts. They have anti stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all summer long. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on college to enter promo code locked on college at a checkout for a free bird dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take off your bird dogs. We promise you. Locked on BC, AJ Black. And we're we're moving on to Army. And just so you guys are aware, on tomorrow's show, Mitch is going to come on and talk a little bit about Army schematics. 
um, in terms of what they do. And I think you specifically want to talk about their defense. And you, if you want to know about scheme, Mitch Wolf of Eagle Insider is the guy that you want to hear from. So the defense, this is what I wanted to talk about next. And Boston College, when they played against UVA last week, we have said on this podcast, they had their, and pro football focus agreed with me, they had their best defensive game of the season. They had a relentless pass rush. You know, they had four sacks and you know, it was eight or nine hurries. They were hitting Tony Musket all over the place. And then after the initial first drive, they let up that, that the Hail Mary pass, and that was about it. You know, the other touchdown, I think, was on a short field. In the second half, they only let up three points. They they smothered the run. They they did everything you would ask them to do other than, you know, the Hail Mary play. That was not what you'd want to see. So heading into this game, the defense is going to have to have a big game. And here's why. Service academies have a, a specific look at how they view games that are very different than most other schools. You know, it's very, very hard to recruit to a service academy because of all the the requirements and, and academics and all that stuff that they require to be part of those groups. So they do, they try to manage games in a way that are different than most power five teams. They want to shorten the games up. They want to drag you down the field on long drives to nowhere. And they want to take as much clock off of, you know, much time off the clock as they possibly can. So when you see army play, and I think it was the Syracuse game, they had like a 10 play 90 yard drive at one point that went for like nine minutes. That is, that is exactly the kind of games that they want to play. And that kind of long sustained drives that go on and they just take clock off scares me about Boston college, uh, you know, playing against a team like BC for a number of different reasons. One, we already saw a version of this against NIU where BC played a team that ran the ball and tried to control the clock and BC couldn't get the field off the field. Army's better than NIU and they play an offense that I think is a little bit more exotic and a little bit more um, harder to defend than what NIU does. So you know that if BC is struggling to make explosives and Army, even if they're just kind of taking small chunks out of the out, out of the field, they're going three yards, three yards, three yards, first down, three yards, three yards, three yards, first down. That is going to wear down BC. And if you keep BC off of the field, on the field, excuse me, that's gonna allow you know army to to dictate the the, the pace of the game. It's also going to make it hard for Thomas Castellanos on BC's offense to get anything going. One of the things that we've noticed with BC is it takes them a long time to get their offense going. When they played against Louisville, when they played against Florida State, when they just played against UVA, it took quarters for those offenses to get going. Army is going to make it very hard for BC to get any rhythm going. That's what they want to do. So this defense has got to make plays and it can't just be stopping them for three yards because army will just do that and then go for it on fourth down and get it every time you need to, they need to make explosive plays. 
That means a hit for a loss, blowing up a play, causing an incompletion, you know, those types of things, one yard gain. That's what we need to see out of BC's defense in this game. We saw it against UVA, but UVA has a terrible offensive line. They have literally no running game. That's it was an easier draw than what army's going to do because army runs the ball exceptionally well. So I look at BC's defense and I say to myself, what's the key area that they need to succeed in most? You, you want to say all right, but you know, are they going to get a lot of pass rush in this game? No. Do they need to play the best in their secondary? Probably not because they only have two good receivers on army and you showed one of them six, four, and you've already shown that, you know, Elijah Jones can, can match up with that. It's going to be the run defense. You're going to need to see a big game from guys like George Rooks up the middle, like really collapsing uh, those holes. You're going to need to see big plays out of cam Arnold and Vinny De Palma is going to be a big guy out there. You remember Vinny De Palma is not the fastest dude out there. But he is he is tailor made for a game like this because he is instinctual. He doesn't make a ton of mistakes, and he does the plays that he needs to do. So he's going to have to have a big game. I think the defense is much more important than the offense in this game. I think the offense will will be able to get points, but it's the defense that's going to give them the chance to get on the field. If the offense and Thomas Castellanos are spending entire you know three quarters of a quarter on the bench, BC is going to be in a lot of trouble. Any team would be in a lot of trouble because you need to get, you know, your offense out there and, and not just be sitting there watching these, these long, long drives that never end. I'm not sure. I'm still worried. And my picks are coming up later this week with Mitchell Wolf of um, Eagle insider. I'm not sure where I'm going to go with my pick for this game. Can the defense do enough? They're healthy. That's good. But is there enough talent to stop what they did and continue what they did against UVA, but against a team like Army that plays a very, very different style of offense? That's a question I can't answer. But I can tell you, they're going to need to have a big game. Now, our final segment, we're going back to recruiting, where there's two nuggets that I need to tell you about. One good, one very bad. We'll get into all of that in just a second. Now, FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action. There's NFL bets. I, you know, if you don't live in the state of Massachusetts, I saw Army's the favorite in this game by I think three and a half last I checked on FanDuel. You make a wager on that, or you look at the MLB playoffs. There's all different things that you can be looking at on FanDuel. And the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Locked on BC, AJ Black here, and let's get into some recruiting news. Again, it's been coming hot and heavy uh, over the last 24 hours. So on yesterday's episode, I was going live, and 
I was joking after talking about Josiah Martin. I was like, you know, Cedric Cobb's the only other wide receiver, but who knows? Maybe he'll decommit. And then he decommitted like while I was recording. And someone, one of you great listeners put that on the um, the comment section. So I talked to BC. I got to talk to some of my sources and they were surprised by it. And then I got a call back again. They were like, you know, he's going to recommit. And he did. So Cedric, Co- uh, Cedric Lott is still committed to Boston College. That's a positive. The fact that he decommitted makes me a little wary that this will just happen again. And we're kind of just delaying the inevitable here. Um, If he's already thinking that, then why won't he think that again? I'm not sure why he did. Sometimes, you know, when situations like this happen where they decommit and then they come back. Remember, these kids are getting a lot of advice from coaches, family members, people that they trust. He may have just got some some advice from someone. Um, that pushed that. And then he was like, ah, I don't think I made the right move. And then backed off on it. I, I think it's as simple as that. Now lot was, is the only wide receiver left in this class. As we said, Josiah Martin has uh, decommitted and he won't be back. He won't, he won't be doing what lot just did. Um, and I, I said it on Eagle insider earlier today. Don't expect BC to go after any other wide receivers other than this. From what I've heard, there is, um, the freshman class from last year is very, uh, they're very high on them. So we'll have to wait and see there. Now the bad news continues. And and again, I'm not surprised. I don't think any of you are surprised that there's decommitments happening. I, I think it's odd that it's all kind of coming in after the UVA win. Cause you, you just won a game in front of a pretty good crowd, but Desmond Stevens decommitted. And this one hurts even more because he's a, he's a, um, he is a defensive back from Clarkston, Michigan, and was BC's highest rated recruit on 247 Sports. Uh, he committed to BC back in June. Uh, he took an official visit. He was going to take an official visit to Purdue and Louisville, and I don't think he did because I think he put, committed to BC before that. This one stings because you have Jeff Halfley. He's supposed to be this this uh, second you know defensive back guru and all this stuff. And then you lose this guy and it, and just like Josiah Martin, I've heard buzz. It's because he's having a big senior season. All of a sudden he's starting to get some more interest. Uh, But this, there's no, there's no, um, there's no way to sugarcoat this. You all know what this is all about. This is not rocket science. Why kids are decommitting. It's because BC started off the season poorly. And for the folks that, and I said this yesterday with a lot, for the folks that are saying, oh, but the ha- they committed to Halfley when he was on the hot seat. Why are they still sticking with – why aren't they sticking with him still? Remember, there's different levels of hot seat. I think a lot of the summer was, yeah, he was. He knew he was a little bit on the hot seat. But right now, Halfley's seat is, is got to be scorching hot. You know, when you're two and three and the way that BC's been playing, the mistakes, the sloppiness, all that stuff, the coaches know about it. And what happens is it's going to be used against BC on the recruiting trail. Other coaches are going to negatively recruit against the Eagles and say things like, you know, are you going to you sure you want to go there? Cause there's, you know, good chance that staff's not going to be there or, you know, come to our school. We actually win things like that. It's an easy way to negatively recruit against Boston college. So I'm not, I don't think this is done. BC's down to 11 commitments right now. It's a small class, and I think it's going to get smaller. Um, and, you know, the, the next step is 
they could they you know if they start winning what would that change things i don't think so i don't think you know at this point unless they could get a few guys that they wanted maybe some of the michigan state guys like henry hasselback or um sire torrance you know maybe they'll listen if bc starts winning but i honestly think the best thing for bc moving forward is it, for this class is going for the transfer portal. Use those spots that you've lost. Go get guys that you need. Other schools are doing it. We've already shown that BC's not to, you know, sticking their nose up to halfway grab 10 guys this last class. He could do it again. Um, and if the class, if BC struggles again, I mean, I don't know how bad this will get in terms of their class, but I, I could expect the numbers to get in the single digits easily. Um, it's not good news and it's, there's no way, there's no other way to spin it that it has to do with just the way that the program is right now. BC needs to win. It'll stop a lot of the decommitments. It'll stop the, the, the fleeing because everyone's hearing all these recruits are going to be hearing about Halfley. So I think that's where this stands right now. Hopefully there won't be any new news about this in a while, but you know, when you're playing poorly, this is the, one of the side effects. So we'll talk more about this on, you know, on other shows, but, uh, BC's class. I mean, the, the ranking on two, four, seven is, is atrocious. I don't know what it's at now before this rash, before Josiah Martin decommitted last week, they were in the seventies. I got to imagine they're in the mid eighties at this point. I mean, I, if you were to ask me right now who their highest rated commitment was, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, there's no, there's no blue chip or like, you know, crown jewel of this class. You had some, you were looking for, at some and they're just not there. I don't expect BC to really look at any. I don't think I don't th- I would be stunned if there were new names uh, for this class uh, coming up just based off things I've heard. Well, if you like recruiting news, head over to Eagle Insider right now. Two months for just a dollar. What a deal for that, right? If you have not already subscribed to you can get the rest of this this year. And who knows how the season ends? You know what I mean? I'll have VIP stuff if that happens. And if it doesn't, I'll have all sorts of transfer portal. You can get in that for $1, $1. So head over to Eagle Insider right now, sign up. And if you don't want to do that, that's cool too. Just like, and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Thank you all so much. We'll be back again soon. Uh, this is AJ Black. It's late. I started recording late because I was, you know, I was watching something with my wife and it just kind of went on. And I apologize that I started late. But thank you all for listening. I hope to see you all again tomorrow where we'll continue our march towards our game with Army. Follow me on Twitter at AJ Black247, and we will see you all again soon. Have a great evening, everyone, and we'll talk to you later.